Hello, and welcome to episode 70 of the Stonk Face Cast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Joining me, Sam Spangler. Sam, how you doing? I'm good. This just makes me so happy to hear that. So, to hear what? The Stonk Face Cast. The Stonk Face Cast. <laughs> yeah. We, thank, we thank my teenage son I know, for right? that. Oh, just just all, all teenagers. I'm just, you you know, know what my son told me the other day? He said that he's like, I'm just getting tired of Fortnite, Dad. And I was like, really? Good. Good. Does thank he still God. play it? Yes. yes. Of course he does. But we downloaded Splitgate because, you know, Splitgate's kind of been yes, blowing up. Yes, it, it has been, and I've yet to be able to play it, but everyone tells me it's amazing. We, I played a couple rounds. Um, I, I doesn't feel any different from any shooter that I've really played Everybody, before other than Portals. Are in it. Everybody says it's Halo mixed with Portal. With yeah. Portal. yeah, that's a, a good way to put it. Minus, I think, um, the sh- overshield and, like, some of the specific right. weapons, even though some of the weapons are definitely like, oh, yeah, that's exactly this type of weapon. Um. I would love it if my 14-year-old son would grow out of Fortnite. It'll happen. It'll happen at some point. I think it's just, I mean, you can't, be, I can't be, you can't, that the fact that it's like the live events and everything, I think kind of right. pull them in. They, they the really, they really And does. it is really cool. Can to I see get up things. at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> but, but it is it is neat the in the things that change and they yeah. can be like oh this is cool this is something new but i think that it is getting to the point where my son is getting to like okay it's like minor changes overall like and then there's right. a lot of skins and everything which he's really into he likes the skins and the different packs but i think he's just losing some overall interest. this is where you push him to play on his other name that i am I did. To play those games. I did. Okay, good, I did. good, good, good. Yep, good. I did push him to play on those other games, those other games on his other profile. And so I just, I hope Reclaim your profile, Sam. I hope at some point Epic <laughs> will allow the merging of accounts or switching it. over. I doubt it too, but man, I wish they would because I just, if I could get all that stuff over to his, that'd be fantastic. And I was just like, well, see, it'll be either be that or he'll get tired of it and be done playing it. And then I'll be okay with that. I mean, yeah. There's so many games in the world to play, son. There are. There are. And speaking of which, what have you been playing? Um, did, did, said something about, did was that a reply to me? My Alexa started talking about different games it's, and uh, Kotaku, I heard Kotaku yeah. and. You must have said something that triggered it. Anyways, um, speaking of triggered, I've been playing a lot of Deathloop. Oh, yeah. Um. I'm highly enjoying this game. Uh, Deathloop and Hades are, are the two games I'm flip-flopping between. Um, I will say I was going through... Um, I have a computer upstairs that I've been trying to... I'm trying to console... I have, I have four computers in this house, three of which don't ever get used. I have two laptops that have, don't get used anymore. Part, most, they're all broken. They're all old, too old or broken. And I'm wanting to take the hard drives out of all of them and consolidate all my old files that I know are on them and so that I have everything and then I can keep everything backed up. So I've been going through my white tower PC that's upstairs hooked up to my television and I found all my all of my old saves from Skyrim. Now, when I say old saves, I mean I so I started Skyrim I went to the midnight release, started playing it, okay? And at one point when I was way so far deep in the game being like beyond everything um, is when I started looking up mods for PC. Well, then I bought the PC version of Skyrim. Um, I think I purchased four versions of Skyrim in my lifetime. Sounds I've, about right I've, also, I've also purchased three versions of GTA at this point in my life. So GTA 5. 
So, but there was, I looked it up and there was a, a trophy that was glitched in Skyrim where you had to get all nine of the masks, the death masks or whatever they are. And um, I got them all, but it wasn't, the game wasn't acting as if I got them all. And apparently it was a known console glitch. I know how you feel about trophies. I knew, well, no, this was on, this is on, it wasn't about trophies. It was, or achievements. It was on my 360. Um, but there was a way you could export out an Xbox save to like a, P, uh, a flash drive and convert it to a PC save and using um, comma- DOS commands inside of Skyrim, you can force the game to give you your different achievements and everything. Oh, look, my son just uh, finished number one on on Fortnite. On Stonk Face. On for the first time ever in his entire life. It took 14 years to be at a number one on Stonk Face. Anyways, so I was able to go out on top. Fix all the console glitches. Yeah, go out on top, Austin. This is where you, this is where you put Fortnite down, delete it, and just call it a day. No, he's giving me a look. Um, I was able to fix all the things that were hindered by glitches. I Googled them. I was like, what are all the glitches on consoles that I can fix with the PC version? So I did that. The problem was I didn't start downloading mods and all this other stuff and starting. He's, he's turning it off. <laughs> oh, delete, delete it. Chicken, what if I promised you something for doing it and never touching the game again? What if I promised you your own PlayStation 5 if you never touched Fortnite again? Never play it again. What are you teaching your child? What am I teaching him? Yes. He gets rewarded if he stops doing bad things, things that are bad for him. <laughs> Anyways, I found all those saves and I'm like, I want to play like my OP character of Skyrim again. Because I had, I had, well, I was the head of all the guilds and all this other stuff. So I'm in the process of getting that save moved over to my computer and get that going because I really want to play Skyrim again. But um, so mostly it's just been Hades and Deathloop, but I've, I'm in the process of getting to Skyrim. Um, Deathloop is obviously I've already talked about. I, the, the marketing killed my desire to want to play it. But now that I know what the game is, I'm really enjoying it. Um, Brent, and I, Brent and I have talked about it several times about different things. Like there's, <laughs> there's a character that is... So your point is the, the game is to kill all of the eight visionaries in the game before in one day. Um, basically, you have to figure out how to group them into one location. But like, I keep vi- envisioning like the the last main guy that that runs everything as the hard thing, the hard boss. I accidentally killed him today, just by just by going to the time of day on the map I needed to try to test something. I was more trying to do something else and look at something and he's in a house full of people with that all look the same. And I was like, crap, this guy saw me. I better kill him. So I don't get seen. I killed him and I went and it dropped all of his stuff and said, you, you, you killed so-and-so. And I was like, well, shit, that was an accident. The problem was it literally alerted everybody else that was in the vicinity. And I immediately died. 
Didn't, didn't make it very didn't far make, after didn't that. Didn't make it very far after that. Gotcha. And since you lose everything you've accomplished, once you've died a couple times, it was like, <sighs> luckily I didn't have anything of prominence on me. So, but no, uh, I'm, I'm highly enjoying that and I'm highly enjoying Hades. And speaking of Hades, Sam, what have you been playing? I've done it. I've beat two games, one of them being Psychonauts 2. Oh. And then the other one being Hades. Okay, before we get to Hades, even though you really can't say you beat the game, can you? What? Hades. Hades? Not really, because okay. it's like a roguelike. So Psychonauts so 2, I, real quick. I, I, just, I could say, should say this. I beat Psychonauts 2, and I beat, in quotation marks, Hades. Um, what? Psychonauts 2, final analysis. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't great. It was one of those that I'm not really understanding why people um, are saying it's a game of the year contender. Because I'm like, I enjoyed it. And it definitely feels like a true sequel to the Psychonauts that came before it. And they gave more story as far as like where that game left off of you getting the like badge of honor of like, hey, I'm going to be a Psychonaut. And then you go to the campus and you start exploring that and find out the mystery and everything. And then it just deals with, I mean, there are Psychonauts, so it's dealing with the mental health. I think we kind of went over this, right. you know, about... And the way it dressed things and touched on things, I was like, okay. I was like, this is, you know, in its own right. I was like, it's good. And um, the writing is good. Nothing. There are a couple parts that made me laugh but and kind of chuckle, but nothing that really, like, had me, like, rolling at all um, as far as the dialogue goes. Uh, it wasn't very challenging. I actually only died on the main boss or the very end boss a couple of times until i figured out like oh i need to do this and then it wasn't really it was that. a pattern mechanic thing you just a little bit yeah attention. there were some things that i'm like oh okay and it wasn't like the pattern thing was like i need to get out of the way of these things like the things that are coming at me because they'll take me out um so it was one of those that like after credits rolled uh i was like okay that was enjoyable whatever they do next i'll move on to um but it it wasn't like there's no way it's my my game of the year list. It's not a you know it's not a contender in my mind. Um, how do you rank it uh, up against the first one in terms up of execution? The first one? It's better. Is it's, it? It is better because they've tightened the controls. Um, the first Psychonauts, while it was very good, I will say I feel like the first Psychonauts had better writing than this one. Um, but this one has good writing. But like the mechanics of the world, better execution. And things, oh yeah, like everything is just like much tighter. I mean, the platforming in the first one was a pain in the butt. This one, I'm like, okay, like I maybe missed a couple of jumps here and there based on uh, the geometry of the world or something. The way that it was set up, I was like, oh, that didn't really work. But it was much better controlled than the first Psychonauts. How much of that do you attribute to? Um better. How do I phrase this? Just better creation capability or creation or better just kind of with the times like kind of yeah like I guess does generations. does the console and the capabilities yeah. have anything to do with that I think being it definitely better? does I think what they actually what they were technically trying to achieve with the first Psychonauts was amazing what they were able to actually pull off right um, that was that three sixty I think it was original Xbox. original Xbox yeah and I think if they were to actually remake or not just like redo like the first Psychonauts, it would be the overall better game. Right. Like everything would be better if they remade it in today's, with today's Well, technology. you're also not holding a brick in your hand anymore to play the game compared to the first Xbox. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I mean, with that, um, 
like I said, the writing I feel like was a little bit tighter. And sometimes it's a little bit more exciting to kind of be introduced into a world and see how things function and be like, right. oh, that's unique. Whereas you kind of, at least if you played the first one and went to the sequel, you kind of know this world and how it fits in and um, what everything was. And it, I was like, okay. I was like, I know, I know where they're going with things. Um, with this, it is a collectathon. I will say, if you is a, it, yeah, if you are a person that likes to collect stuff, oh man, that is, is one of my. There is plenty of stuff to collect. There's a game that just came out called Kenna um, Bridges. It's one of the games they were promoting. Yeah, I watched a review on it, and the guy was like, "Oh, there's a lot of collectibles," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, same here. There's a lot of collectibles and." Very doable collectibles right. as well. I actually would get up, you know, the a total of some of the things that you collect, like figments, which were kind of just like these little icons as you're going through. And um, but it was it was enjoyable. How how long from start to finish do you think it takes you? And did was any of that um, changed by your like side quest type things getting mm. off kilter? Yeah, I'd say I feel like maybe like a twelve hour okay. type game. And I think I didn't do a ton of side quests either. I think maybe there was like one or two things I kind of chased after and then maybe added an hour or two. Okay. So maybe 10 to 12. 10 to 12. Yeah. Okay. 10 to 12. And then um, you beat Hades? Yeah, I did beat Hades. The, the man Hades or the, the Hades, God Hades? That son of a bitch. God, he's just... And how satisfying was it to beat him? Oh, it was so good. It and, felt so good. And my other, my other quick question, do you know what run number you were on? Yeah, I was on 20. 20. I hate you so much. I beat him at 20. So it was one of those, it, it was like when I, as I was going along in this run, I felt like this is a good run. It's not a perfect run. There's a couple of things that I wish I would have had. Um, but like at, up to the lead to going to like fight Hades, everything kind of clicked and came together. There were a right. couple of things that I still kind of wished I'd had prior to going to fight him. But I was like, it's looking about as good as it can. Like the last time I had fought him and actually got him down, he's got two health bars and I'd got him down to about a fourth of that one before I died. I had a setup that was similar to this. I just didn't have enough death defiance, which lets you come back if you're killed um, or health. And so this time I went in with full death defiance. I had three of them plus um, a, a tooth that you get or a charm you get from Scully, which gives you 100 health if you die. So technically four right. um, and full health um, and a good setup with what my weapons were. And I was just like, I think I've got them this time. I think if I unless I screw up big time, I should I should be able to complete this run. And sure enough, it went through. So I've gotten to Hades, I think, five times. Yeah. Almost beaten him, like literally almost beaten him once. I want to say I might like between 80 and 90 runs. Dang. Having said that, the first quarter, maybe half, was a lot of experimenting. Mm-hmm. Like what weapons I liked over what weapons, other weapons, trying to find um, a nectar to get different presents from different people, building relationships. So like I would hit a point where I'd maybe get partway through a run and go, I'm not feeling it this run. So then I would basically go into collect mode gotcha. to try to kind of like not a trash run, but just a, okay, I'm not going to get right. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get to Hades, but I can get some more darkness, mm-hmm. upgrade my mirror, do you know this or that? I don't even have my mirror upgraded all the way. You don't? No, I hate you even more. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it where it's like at 30 keys. Yeah. I don't know. It expands past 30. No, it, it, I think 30 might be the top. Okay. But I don't have it. 
smell the way. And I, I got down. And I will say, I actually have you to thank for having beat it because I had been just using the bow and arrow and the gun. Because right. I was like, I like the long range weapons. I like to stay away. And when you kind of, when I was talking to you about like the different runs you'd had, and you're like, I really like the gloves or the, the, yeah. the gauntlets. And I like, did you say like the spear? I did like the spear. And I was like, maybe I'll give Ga- those a Gauntlets, spear, and sword. Probably not quite. I'd actually probably order a gauntlet, sword, spear, but yeah. But that was one of those things. As I was just like, I'm going to try some of these different weapons because I was like, this is the bow and arrow and the gun just aren't working out. On the mirror, you know, you can also switch out each mm-hmm. thing. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that till I didn't, I didn't know about that. I didn't until like really late. Yeah, <laughs> until like just a little. I was accidentally flipped over to it and I was like, oh, you can flip these out for yeah. I was like, uh, I, I think I was on run like 52 and I went. What's that? What are these little arrow things? <laughs> yeah, but it's been nice because now that I'm like, okay, I did beat him. I'm like, okay. Like the, the weight is lifted off and I was like, right. okay, I've at least gotten through him once. I know story-wise what's going on and kind of like right. what. And that's the other thing. I kind of like the story of what how they're trying mm-hmm. to tell it and the, the gods, each of their own individual reasonings right. for liking or wanting to help. It and, is rather amazing how much um, writing they have in a roguelike. Oh, right. So, Easily. And I mean, I and I usually hate roguelike games. I hate them because it's like, gosh, you start over at the very beginning. But I, you get enough of like the information going along that it has kept me interested in what the story is with multiple different characters right. that I encounter. And then as I'm going, I'm kind of like, I liked my build that I had. I'm gonna go through that again. And whenever I finally beat Hades, my final runtime was 38 minutes. So I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. You could get there this pretty quick. Yeah. If you happen to get lucky and get all the things that you want and go. You know, I, I think really my longest run. run time has been 35 minutes. Yeah. So. So I was like, this was, that was a good, I, I kind of know now like how you could get through it really quickly. And even like the Minotaur and the guy with the shield Yeah. before I'm like, they would give me a bunch of trouble and they don't really give me trouble anymore when I fight them. It's just, they're, they're like taking down their health takes so it long. It's just, it, there's a little, they have a little too much yeah. in my opinion. Now I did learn that if I go through a door that has a, there's a boss fight in yeah, here. A skull. You can, there's a chance you can come across the Minotaur early. Yes. Which is it hugely is helpful. helpful. It is helpful to get down his health bar before you have to go and fight. And, and I want to say my biggest issue with that fight is the dude with the, the spear because well, I can, I can, he doesn't so much have a pattern or I should say, when you're focused on the minotaur or the yeah. the bull's um, pattern, you're not always paying attention no. to him. And man, he'll sit there and hold that damn spear for like however long he deems necessary. Yeah. And then he chucks it at the very last minute, and you're just like, God. Yeah. The the thing <laughs> I've I've figured out with that is that like while I'm fighting them, I always focus on the minotaur. I'm like, take him out first. Right. But anytime I get the like little arrow on me that's showing that he's going to throw it, I'm like, okay, start like dashing around until he throws it and then go back and focus on the minotaur. There's so much happening that like, oh, yeah. it took me a while to realize that the arrows were on me. Yeah. And that was when I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I need to pay more attention to that. And then even once the minotaur is gone and then he calls in a god to fight you and he's like having yeah. all these areas effect, I find I got in a good pattern with him where he was kind of down at the bottom and he'd have the spear and I'd be dashing away from it and then get behind him after he pulled the spear back and then I'd do it on the other side, go back behind right. him. And I just kept doing that back and forth and back and forth. And if you pay close enough attention, I think almost every God he's called against me, I have found a dead zone. Oh, really? That I can, 
like hide for a second and then he goes to throw his spear and I hop out long enough to avoid the spear and can get back in the dead zone, especially when he's cornered up against a wall because that dead spot is almost right next to him almost always. So, but it's just weird because it's one of those games I'm like, I'm not tired of it and I'm interested enough in the story and there's so many things that are in the game Mm -hmm. that you like the upgrading the house, the, the relationship building, the fishing, the like, and then I guess, and then there's, you can set runs to be however hard or easy you want later in the game. And you can see how fast you can do them and all this other stuff. And I'm like, there's a lot of the end game oh, to yeah. this game. There is not to mention just the main straight story of they, you trying to learn. They who really you are. thought of a lot. They did building <laughs> this game. It's impressive. And I can see why it got so many, so much acclaim when it first came out. Right. I was like, wow, I wish, I wish I was able to get into it when it first came out. Cause I probably by then by game of the year talk last year, I might've been. Yeah. I could see it actually being there for sure. With so. what it's accomplished. Um, before we move on, on top of our normal, what are you playing? We normally talk about a couple things. The last time we talked about Ted, you weren't very happy because I think we all had an idea of where it was going. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Oh, I just said Ted, didn't I? He did. Sorry. Because um, I think we all had assumed. I spoilers for Ted. I don't know how long. I'll let you know. Um, the right now. We, okay, right we're now. Back. Um, I'll keep it under five minutes. Uh, the, uh, we all assumed that it, it was him talking to mm-hmm. the owner lady. And I thought we were like, Oh, it's going to go to this and it's going to be that. And they swerved and yes, they didn't did do that a little bit. So how are you feeling about the season? So it was far? okay. I mean, like I, that little swerve, I was like, all right. And I do like that. They're touching on Ted's mental health a little bit more. Right. And kind of him being broken for lack of a better term of kind of just like, Oh, that's why, the perfect why way to does say he it. have this, you know, cherry upbeat personality all the time. And then as you're starting to see stuff chip away from that facade and just say, okay, actually there's some hurt underneath here that he's actually struggling with, um, which is really, very difficult for him. Um, I've enjoyed that part of it. This last episode with beard. Did you watch that one? I loved the episode. It I was hated so it. freaking weird, but I liked it. I hated it. It was just one of those. It was one of those. It was like, a filler episode, and I'm I was fine. With it, it was, and it was a. We're trying to try to do something a little different, like offbeat, and I'm just like, what's the point? This it just doesn't contribute to the rest of the story. At so all. they, so I read a thing on that actually. They were thought they were going to do the exact same amount of episodes as they did last year, and when Apple came back to them, they said we were giving you two more episodes. Mm. So there's two episodes that they needed to fit into the series because they had already written everything. Yeah. And so one of them was the beard episode, which you didn't care for. Guess what the other episode was? <laughs> the other one was the one other one I didn't care for. The Christmas episode. Oh, the Christmas episode. The Yeah, yeah that was the other one that okay. they wasn't fit into their overall plans uh, of, of what they were which doing. Which just goes to show, let the like showrunners like, put in decide how many shows they need right we don't like force it like i feel right. like that was like a big problem with like the netflix like marvel shows too they're like you have to have this many shows and then you'd have so many filler i'm like i don't care about any of these people they're the worst so, also i learned there were two two interesting facts about the show first of all i didn't know zach braff directed one of the episodes oh really from season one the episode about the biscuits he directed that so when they got their emmys the other night he was one of the people that got up and i was sitting there i was watching the like clips of the winners giving their awards and i went is that is that zach braff 
And like somebody, somebody from the Kansas City Star replied to me on Twitter and goes, "Yeah, he wrote the biscuits episode, or he directed mm-hmm. the biscuits episode." And I was like, "It's always interesting to see where these people." Right. He was on Scrubs. He was right. not JD. He was no, he was JD. Yeah, he was JD in Scrubs. Uh, it's always interesting to see where they go. Yeah, after like a show. Funny enough, he had a show he had started a year or two ago that ended up getting canceled about him starting a podcast. Oh, that's funny. I actually liked the show. I thought it was very interesting because of what yeah. the dynamic of him and his family. The other thing I learned, the guy that plays Roy is a writer for the show. They wrote the entire season, first season, and hadn't cast anybody for Roy. And he said they were almost done writing. Was, I, th- I don't know if he was on Conan or some show. He goes, they were, they were finishing up an episode, and he was like, of writing, and he was like, I think I'm Roy. Like he, he goes, felt like I fit he, he goes, something. he goes, he goes, I know I was like, I'm a really down to earth, nice guy. And I love Muppets and it doesn't make sense. But I was sitting here and I'm like, did you say I love Muppets? That's what he said in his interview was I love the Muppets. And I'm like, that was what he was using as a thing. It was very funny. Right. But he goes, but I was like, I think I'm Roy Kent. And the show ended or, or they um they had all the seasons everything's turned in they're finishing up casting and I guess he went home and he recorded a video of him being Roy Kent and sent it to all the writers and said look if this is absolute shit tell me tell me or yeah. he said just delete it we're gonna act like it never existed I will deny it from day one um but if you like it. Let me know because I, I think I might be Roy. <laughs> and it was just a very like, he just in the middle of writing it. Like, I mean, you, I think this you is me. Think about it. Like when you're, when people write, they bring themselves right. like thoughts from their own world experiences into things. And even if he is a very pleasant guy, there is some maybe of like, well, well maybe this fits like a persona that I can be. And right. So that's yeah. kind of funny. I, I just thought it was, I was like, that's hilarious. So speaking of shows, you told me to watch, I think, a show a while ago called Hacks, didn't you? Yeah, on HBO Max. Yeah, I just finished it. Did you like it? It was good. Yeah, I oh, thought I, it, I enjoyed it. Mon- it was one of those things where Monica was like, I really want to watch this. So we watched it. I like the acting. Yeah. I, just the, the actors that were in it and everything. I really liked it. I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it. It's one it. of those that it's like, you know, 30-minute episodes. So they're very- it's it's everything very in the world okay, right no, now. Sometimes when they're long, it feels like that same type of filler Sitcom, thing. It's sitcoms like, are back the, and I'm so happy. Remember when The Office went to an hour long and they were like, okay, okay. And yeah. I, th- I remember being like, this is great. More of The Office? This is fantastic. And then being like, no. And then, and then you're like, no, no, I, no, no, I don't no, need that no. much of The Office. This Just give me 30 good. minutes. But that's the thing. It's like 30 minutes. And it's like, it's not like, you know, it's basically about this um, gal that is a, com- a, a stand-up comedian, comedian, stand-up yeah. comedian. And she's like in her late 60s, maybe. Yeah, Let's 60s, 70s. She was she, hot shit in the 80s. Yeah, and yeah, she like built her own career and then is doing shows in Vegas and now they're basically retiring her from that. And she brings on this young gal, um, kind of unintentionally, um, to help her write right. material. She was like a part of some hip show that yeah. she got fired from it. And, and it, then it's just like the experiences that they kind of go through to, to the end right. of the show. And I'm um, hoping there's a second season. I think it's, I really, it's set up to have a second season. And I, But I was like, okay, it's not like I'm not like laughing out loud or rolling or anything, but I'm just like, it's funny in its own right with some certain things. And I don't know. It is. <laughs> Anyways. Um, did you murder in the building? Have you checked that no, out? No, not yet. yet. 
That'll probably be my next one. I just, for some reason, I heard somebody else mention hacks or something, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to get this um, a shot. The 30-minute episode thing has just become my... um, my phone popped up because we like we watch all the cbs like sitcoms it's like my guilty pleasure it's just very it's not mind numbing and i usually like the comedy in it and um but uh two of the shows we really like bob hart's abishola and um the neighborhood are back Mm -hmm. and when my phone last night like right before bed apple tv popped up and said your shows have been added back to paramount and i was like (gasps) Monica, we start watching episodes of actual shows again. <laughs> it's just, it's the little things, you know, that keep me like, you know. No, man, I get it. There's like that's kind of when there are things for Emily and I to enjoy together. It's always kind of nice to be like, oh, sweet, we got this. To look forward to. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna skip a couple here. You, you do what you need to do. Um, I'm gonna go this ahead. And, your show. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about Death Loop for a second. And it's not so much about Death Loop. I'll talk about Death Loop's reviews being amazing. Um, I've already obviously said that I really like the show. Um, you think I'm weird for this, but I have a question. So you're using the podcast to basically validate your feelings? No, right no, I have okay. a question. Oh, okay. Uh, on top of it, you thought it was weird because I was annoyed at the fact that the um, marketing didn't match what the game is. Correct. Because they basically just almost marketed just like a roguelike. It was basically how it was marketed. Um weirdly and the way i always phrased it was it was this is how i assumed the game was from everything all their marketing you had to get start at the top of a map work all the way down to get to the boss at the end of the map beat them move to the next map that's just how it came across to me and somewhere along the line somebody can invade your game and kill you and make you start over from the beginning that's how i thought it was and it's just not that at all it's very much exploration based it's um detective work based at one point i felt like it was kind of a very much of a batman game because you're collecting information and doing recon on things it's so it's it's a whole lot of things it's not so i just was like he just kept showing the same damn what felt like the same damn trailers over and over again and it wasn't but it led me to a question of what it where is the line of mr i'm only watching one trailer from now on trying to promote your game and get people excited about it but still hold back the twists i feel like you have you have a two-hour movie right like yeah typically it's a little it's a little more great like you always almost end up seeing too much in a trailer no matter what but when most of these games range from 10 to 20 hours like where's the line of showing too much and not showing enough mixed with how often you show the same damn thing like we've talked about bethesda does this where they didn't do it they haven't done it recently but for a while there it was oh this game releases in three months there was no preconceived thing you didn't really see a whole lot of it and then you got three solid months of marketing game release hype go whatever it's good strategy i wish more people would do it i knew everybody knows god of war ragnarok's coming Talk to me about it when you're three months from completion and you know you're going to hit your release date <laughs> in the year of delays. Talk to me about it when I know you're going to hit your release date. What? Where's the line in there? Like, I feel like you have more capabilities to expand what you show in video games as opposed to movies and television. But being like, you, you want to make sure everybody stays excited, though, and like hype. 
Have I, you pl- have you played Prey? Their last game. Whose last game? Arcane's. Um, no, I, I watched a lot of gameplay at Prey, but I never played it. Okay, so I feel like that game was similarly represented as far as what it was. Like you take over objects and move around a map. Have you played the beginning of it? Have you played? No, you need to. Cause that's, cause that's how that game was marketed was you, you can take over objects and, and do things. I think ultimately it didn't sell very well for them. I don't think it did super well for them, but it's one of those games that's acclaimed and people are like, it's pretty remarkable and you need to probably download it cause it's on uh, game pass. And well, at least it's, it's gone game pass, but I also think it was a free game on PlayStation plus at been, one point, but, but you need to at least load it up play it and i think arcane may be a different type of game studio that is thinking of different things and is surprising people right oh no arcane is amazing at what they do and i think with that with you know death loop as far as like showing things i think maybe sometimes they're just like we're just gonna let word of mouth maybe grow this and now that they've been acquired by microsoft and they've got a little bit more money behind them. And we're like, maybe they're not so as worried about being like, eh, let's put this out there and expose everything we can so people know exactly what this game is. Maybe they're more, let's just let people figure it out. And do they're you, okay with that. Do you agree that you think video games have more room to show you more because you have such a longer gameplay experience and they have probably more things that can excite, excite you along the way of playing than you do in a movie where you have... Look, we've got one climax that we're reaching towards and then moving. There's nothing that can really... We have to try to just not show you the climax of the movie, which they fail at. I guess it depends on what type of game that you have coming out. Like, if it's something that's like a new IP, like Deathloop, yeah, you have some ability, but you also want to keep your cards hidden a little bit. And, like, say, we know we've got... Like, if internally they're like, we've got something special that's unique and it's going to be really cool and people aren't going to, like maybe be able to understand it until it's in their hands. We're okay with that. Yeah. But if it's like GTA six, I kind of know what I'm getting. You can show me <laughs> gameplay. You can show me and like, I'll be like, yeah, this is what I'm expecting. GTA six is a game. I feel like you could pretty much show me everything except for the story yeah. and still have a shit ton of things. Oh, to for show sure. Me. But, and so I think sometimes with new IPs, the developers want people to be surprised and they have the fear of if we show too much, then it's going to ruin it for the player and be like, well, I saw and did this. And I mean, because, you know, similarly, I've had played games before where I've seen the like, hey, we're going to show you the first 15 minutes of gameplay. And that is cool, but it's like, well, that's what I'm going to be doing the first 15 minutes of gameplay myself unless it's something that's I've I've started. Directed. I've There were a couple games that came out where I was like, oh, I want to see what the first, because this is going to determine whether I buy a game or not. And... I've there were a lot of games like that for me where I'm like, well, I don't know if I even want to play this game. Let me see the first 15 minutes. Does it look awesome? Um, for me, Arkham City is a good example of the first 15 minutes can make an entire freaking game because because you're Bruce Wayne and you're at the press conference and you get kidnapped by Strange and it's just a lot happens and then the final shot of the opening of you back in your bat suit looking over Arkham mm-hmm. City amazing opening to a game for me it's like i wish more games had a opening and then you punch a shark in the face the opening of of um ghost of tsushima talk about that like where it finally opens you up to the whole game and you're riding the horse through the the flowers and stuff the first 15 minutes like i said can do wonders so there's been i've hit a point where i've stopped watching even though it can help sell me on a game because 
I don't want that ruined when I do it. Yeah, you're going to have the experience. I want to do it. And that was, there was a game, God, I can't remember what it was. There was a game recently within the last year and a half where I watched the first 15 minutes and then I went to do it and I go, well, I don't think I got to do here. Well, and I think that's kind of depends. So then that depends on like, what do you want? Do you want that to be ruined? And I, I think some studios, and I think Arcane's just like, they are confident in who they are. And so they're like, we don't need to put out more than what we've shown. People will figure it out. Right. And it's kind of like when we've talked about with certain movies, sometimes when they respect the viewer and they're just like, we're going to trust that you're going to be able to put, you're these, smart pieces, enough to figure to put this these pieces out. together. I remember whenever, um, not Tenet, uh, the one before that one. The war one? No, sorry, not the war one. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Inception. Um, Inception. I remember reading reviews on that. I think there was a Rolling Stone article that they're like, we're worried that the audience may not be able to understand like everything that's going on. But I'm like, I appreciate that Christopher Nolan is able to put a film out there. And he's like, eh, you'll, you guys will figure it out. We don't have to spell everything out to, right. for you to the nth degree. And I, it's the same thing with like game studios. Is I'm sure there are some of them that are out like, hey, we've got some a good product. And we know once we put it out there, people are smart enough to figure out like what this actually is. And I mean, the buzz has been great, huge. Right. It's been fantastic for it, saying, man, this is a really remarkable game. It's like things you've played before, but unlike anything you've ever played. Yeah, it's like things and like, you know, you've, you've done all of these different types of mechanics before, but you've never done these right. mechanics together. And so, so I think, you know, there's a, us as viewers and, you know, enjoyers in these you know, playing video games, it's up to us also to determine where do we draw the line for being surprised by what's in games and what we actually want to see. And like for yourself, you know, sometimes you're like, I want to see that first 50 minutes because maybe that will just make the decision for me to either buy a game or not buy a game. And so I need to see like a little bit more. Um, and so where you kind of were explaining with Deathloop, you're like, well, if I knew better, but once you got one, but think, look at it now, like as soon as it came out and the buzz was high, and be, oh, you are, you just, are all b- on board with like, I'm like, ready to buy this. Well, yeah, because I watched the review and I'm like, this isn't what. Yeah, and then that's all you like, needed. Was, there you go. <laughs> that's their best selling point right there is then having that word of mouth of like, this game is fantastic. Yeah. Everybody needs to experience it. Boom. And it's hard because every every video game site does a last preview before release thing. And you're like, these previews are the vaguest thing in the world. And they basically say, well, we, you know, we really enjoy the game, the mechanics. And like. No preview has ever told me anything interesting about a game unless I know nothing about the game. Mm-hmm. Like if it's uh, an initial preview, yeah. then I'm like, okay, cool. But like when it gets down to like, oh, it's release time. I don't know if I want to do it. And people are like, well, check out the preview that IGN did or Polygon. I'm like, why? They're going to use the most vaguest language because they're NDA to hell as they can't talk about any plot points or any specific types of, you know, what you can and can't do in the game. So, I think they released the first 15 minutes of Deathloop actually a week before the game came out. And I was like, nope. Like, I'm just, I'll wait. I'll just see what the reviews are. And I hate, I hate relying on re- reviews because they're not always 100%. Yeah, they're subjective. Yeah, they're very subjective. They're not 100% as to what I know I will and won't like. But there are certain games when they come out and then they like, hey, oh, hey, we can actually talk a little more about this. You know, in most like I like video reviews because you see what they're talking about and they don't really give away like the major plot points. So I was like, oh, well, shit. Okay, so that's and that's what it was with Deathloop for me. But I having said that, I haven't had a game like that in a while where I just. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, kind of nice to have something that surprises you. Yeah. 
Um, IGN's to celebrate their 25 year anniversary. Was it 20 or 25? 25. Um, has been doing the best video game bracket of all time. I don't want to get too far into this, but is there a right and wrong way to do a bracket when you're debating the best of something of all time? Because I've never seen a right way to do a bracket. Now, in video games, there's so many different, you know, fields. It's like like saying like the best movie of all time. You can't really do it for just like all the movies, right? Because it's like there's so many different like genres, you know, it's comedy versus romance versus drama versus adventure, and it's like you really probably need to like space that out and say, okay, well, let's say all action RPGs. What's the best of these? Right. It's just it's very difficult to do. I kind of liked the idea of taking um, starting in like 1970s and like late 1970s go consoles this console and this console give me the be- top 10 to 15 games right don't put them in any order but give them to me and then each console for each generation pair those down and then you put them in a seated bracket together i feel like that'd be the only way to do a proper video game one because it, we've talked about it in our chat with the IGN one. It's very much a the last 10 years what was popular mm-hmm. type thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I get that's pretty much always going to happen. And no matter whatever bracket you do with anything that's not sports. <clears throat> but I feel like it would you would need to do a thorough, like, it has to take a while to just get to a final bracket. Like, start with system and year. And then put those against each other and then rank those down and then start pairing. But I bet it gets some clicks. I bet it would. I bet it gets some lots of clicks. I think we should put one together. Yeah. Would you be for that? Putting together the whole thing. The whole thing from start to finish. Not just you. I just mean us. Like sit and interview people we know, throw some things out on, pick uh, pick what, what systems. Now, I would I would want to venture to say this, <laughs> not to piss off people. Only do consoles and make it its whole thing by itself. Yeah. PC can do its own thing at another time or whatever thing. Figure out the systems and the generations, and they have to be done together. Well, there's only one right answer, though. What's the right answer? Super Mario Brothers 3. 3? Yeah. Yeah, there's only one right I can't, I'm And then Blade Daywalker <laughs> on Sega Genesis. I never, that's a game? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> well, no, all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, that's a game? I saw a video where, um, uh, off topic. Anyways, be a video before game. I go off topic, is this something you would be interested in doing? A, a untitled BS podcast, ultimate. Ultimate bracket of all time. Brackets of brackets of all time. I think we got to come up with a flashy name for it. We'll come up with a flashy name for it. I would kind of like to work on it. <laughs> yeah. What? I found a, the Blade video game it was on PlayStation. Oh, jeez! <laughs> what year? Like, what year? Oh, wow! But um, I bet you should still think it's the best game. Of yeah, all it time. is. In, in two thousand, two thousand. Wow! I mean, what year did Blade Three come out? Uh, I think this is the first one, so probably like two thousand five, two thousand six. Whoa, jeez! <laughs> It just gets so better. It just so gets better as I'm scrolling uh, through. So there's, there's no pictures. Ryan Reynolds in it. No, not in this one. This is the original. I watched a video on TikTok of Ryan Reynolds has existed in every iteration 
of oh, the MCU. Man. Yeah. In some form. Oh, there's a Blade 2. Wow, on PlayStation 2. Here's Dang. something interesting. I'm going to throw this out to you before we... I'm going off topic again, sorry. Spider-Man. Yeah. You remember how... Um, Here you go. <laughs> there's a Blade. That's, that's not that's the not same blade. blade. No, it's not. Um, you remember how... Oh, man. How... Um, it's just looked bad. Far From Home ended, right? Yes. With Jonah Jameson, him being outed, and all this other stuff, right? right? So, in Spider-Man... The first Spider-Man. Um, Homecoming. No, the first Toby. Amazing Ma- Spider-Man. To- the we first just Toby. That. The first Toby Maguire one. Yeah. So I here's that with my kids. There's a. Did you like it? Does it, does it hold up very well for you? No, not at all. <laughs> not for me. Not for you. Not for me. My kids um, really liked it. The second one is the one you really need to see. If yeah, it that's actually they were like, we want to watch. That oh, I guess one. it's Spider-Man Two, the one with Doc Ock. Yeah, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. Um, so there's a scene where Jonah Jameson is trying to come up with a name for Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. And his assistant is throwing out names. And he says, Dr. Strange. And he goes, no. Or he goes, that's good, but it's already been taken. Mm. And then yeah. the um, Doc Ock is in the new Far From Home. Shh, man, come on. I haven't watched the trailer. Gosh, dang. You knew that, though. No. You didn't? I didn't watch the trailer. Oh. How, like, dense can you be? I am I not thought, watching I thought trailers. you had already told me that you knew I that. I'm not watching trailers anymore. But actually, Tom let it slip one time. That's what so, I thought. Yeah. I knew so you knew it, that. It I knew slip, you knew that. But, but still. Anyways, okay. So so he's Doc Ock has existed in that one. Yeah. With that that actor, with that actor playing Jonah Jameson, is in this iteration of Spider-Man with the same actor playing Jonah J- Jameson and Doctor Strange who's already Jonah Jameson has already acknowledged that Doctor Strange is taken. So does this Doctor Strange exist in that? I'm guessing so. Oh, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I knew you knew that he was in this movie. I knew he I, yeah, I know that Doc Ock is in it, but I don't want to know anything else. All right, last thing for you today, sir. Uh Halo what? Oh. Halo what? Halo Infinites or Infinite, whatever you said I typed. Test flight this weekend and next weekend. Yeah. I have gotten into both. I assume you yeah. have too. Okay. I'm excited for it. Yep. I was like, oh, shit, I got the email. Um, what are your expectations? Based uh, off of, since you were in the first yeah. one, what are your expectations? I think they're testing more of like the big team battles and maybe some more of the objective type games uh, like Capture the Flag and... Uh, maybe bomb and maybe they might throw like a surprise like other games just to get somebody hyped in yeah that would be awesome if they like put something new in there that they're like hey we're introducing this new game type and that'd be really cool do you think they're going to have pvp at some point i think they'll you know i mean in the next two yeah i think kind of like they did with the last one they opened it up on sunday night at some point to kind of like get a couple of hours for people to get in and actually play against other players versus the, Oh, box. I guess I missed that. Did you tell me that? I don't remember you telling me that no, they did. I don't, well, I don't know if I, we talked about it or not, but yeah, they actually did have player oh, okay. versus player. I just didn't play in that one because gotcha. I was busy. Um, but I imagine they'll do something similar where they'll have, uh, cause now it's not just open during the day too. There's dedicated times. Like whenever I got, was in the flight the last time you could just hop on any time of the day. Yeah, all and you play against bots. This is like, from this time to this time, you can play. From this time to this time, you can play. It's not just top on any time you want. 
Well, so that that really feels like they're going to be testing server stress mm-hmm. because because yeah. if you tell everybody you have all weekend to hop on and play, it's going to be spread out. Yeah. If you tell everybody you can only play between A and B, yeah, that's they're, going to they're force. really yeah testing the strain and to see how it's going to go because they're going to try to launch as smoothly as possible when it comes out on December eighth. Um, and I really would Hopefully. I'd love to see some you know new type game types that'd be really until cool. it's a week before it releases i'm not putting in i'm not believing any You're release date stock in that and not in, in any game <laughs> I, I need i need the week before it releases or i need to at least have been told it's gone gold yeah that that <laughs> that, would be, that's, that'd be nice to hear if, if like eventually you know in november or something it's like well, it's would, gold. would they announce it was gold though if they're not even releasing the entire mm, that's for button or for 343 to decide i guess because is it technically still not gold when it releases if they still have features they haven't put in i don't know i don't know how that works is there anything in particular you hope they have fixed from the last one Mm, there was nothing that like stuck out to me like significantly that i was like oh man they need to this is like really bad and questionable um so nothing i think i maybe had a couple bugs here and there but it wasn't anything that like ruined my game um so I would. I w- I'm excited to play big team battle. That's like is that is that your dream like, thing that you hope they have? Yeah, I really want to play big team battle, and I would love like a couple of the maps that are made for the bigger teams, especially like a remake of like Blood Gulch, uh, which they've been remade multiple times as well. That was like Valhalla uh, and Halo Three, and I'd love to just see what they have done to update it. And there's been pictures of what it's supposed to look like, uh, but then actually like bringing the game types into it. Is Valhalla announced as a game that they're bringing back for this? Valhalla is not a game type; it's a map. Or I meant map type. Sorry. Yeah. Well, at least there's been like photos of that map. Because I, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing uh, something in one of the trailers that they were, was it with the flight? I can't remember, but I know I was like, that's Valhalla. I mean, that's Blood Gold, basically. Right. And they've just you know improved it with like the leveling and everything. It just the bases look very similar. It was symmetrical type map. I'm like, this is this is that. Right. So for sure. Um, but man, I would love, I looked like, I remember there was another thing in the flight, a little part of the piece of the trailer that like that looked it looked like hang em high, which hang em high was such a cool map too, because it was an asymmetrical map that if you were playing as, um, big team battle or just like a, a four on four, uh, objective based game, like one team started down on the beach. And then another team started up in a base and yeah. you could see from like the top of it. And that it was, was so cool. I liked that map. That was also the map that you said that Brent made the edits to that we. Uh, that's actually not the one. The one that we did the zombie fight on. That's not the one. That's where not. We... Hang em High is a different one. It's a bigger map. It's a much bigger oh, map okay. than that. And it's like a lot of times you can see like the top of like a the tower. Um, I cannot remember the name of that map. That's like Fortress or something like that. Yeah, the one okay. that we played on. But that is also a cool one where you st- it's like you do start on the beach with right. that too, and then you go into it. Oh, man, that is a good map. Ugh. So I'm looking forward to doing it with you guys yeah. because that's more of the, if we can get coordinate the mm-hmm. four of us to do it. Because um, of, was it four of us or was there five of us? I think four. You, you me, Waggler, and Brent. Brent. Maybe Justin, Justin one. No, because he said he didn't get it. Oh, did he not? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, maybe the four of us. Well, no. and I w- I will say too that like having played the flight this last time, and then when we kind of jumped in and played some Halo, the I was like, you know what? Like, there is there was something that was so 
good and reminiscence of playing Halo back in the day when I played in the flight. And I'm like kind of initially I had missed like some of the things that they'd added, like the ground pound whenever you could like charge up and like bound into the ground. Or as you were dashing, you could press like um, in on the melee and you dash forward and like run into somebody and you could take do damage or if they were low enough health, you could actually kill them that way. But then they had removed that in the flight that wasn't there. And I thought I was going to miss it. But then as I was playing more of it, I was like, and has thinking about it when we were playing um, the firefight, I was like, you know, I actually am kind of glad it's out because it almost, it takes away from some of the purity of like, hey, you got to kind of be good at these three different aspects of Halo, which is gunplay, melee, and grenades. Like you have to like know how to incorporate that into your play style to be good. Right. And then when you've got all this other stuff where you can kind of dash around and then dash into people and the ground pound, it throws other variables in there that just don't fit quite as well and so I'm, I'm just really excited that like it felt so good with those things removed from it so it's gonna be more well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the x plays with the the new halo and what their what their plan is so yeah oh man and if, could you imagine if they um that's not this weekend but like the next weekend if they just like tease like oh and there's battle royale like something like wild that, that like Glazier would be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd just be it'd be one of those things that like it's not gonna happen. Hey, we're gonna do this this and weekend. Not even that not it. even that I want it, but they're just like, let's just see what it looks like if we throw a hundred well, people into a huge Whenever map. they release whatchamacallit, do you think that'll be a play type that they'll set be able to let people set up? Well, I mean, once Forge has been added to the game where you can kind of right. build it, I mean, sometimes the sky's the limit with what people can build and it's wild because they will build things that you didn't think could I could imagine could exist and you'd be right. like, Oh, I mean like some of the game types that exist now, like rocket race where you're somebody's on a mongoose and the other person's driving and the person on the back's got a, you know, rocket and you're blowing them up. You're like, somebody created that first in forge. And right. then they're like, this is a cool game mode. Let's actually just incorporate this. And so I'm like, they could do it. I bet I'm sure somebody could figure it out. You'd have to have a huge map. Right. Um, so that might limit the, what you could build because you'd have to have tons of people spaced apart. But of course with only allowing, think at the most is like eight on eight i think in halo so that wouldn't work as far as the battle royale well aspect. with the new systems they can expand Add that the player count i mean it's possible yeah um but it would be cool to see just because it would blow people's minds oh yeah just so. hey we're just gonna do this. not even that i want it i just think it would blow people's minds right it would cause a reaction oh, from yeah. just to see the the whether the euphoria or the complete and utter meltdown oh it'd be it'd be, oh, it'd be crazy damn. they'd be like this isn't halo Halo's not a battle royale like but they'll still play it because yeah. it's halo oh. <laughs> i actually just saw a tweet the other day too from um maybe it was on ign or something where they have actually talked about the progression system for um the what's it called when you buy the the uh, smart delivery no, not smart delivery. When you buy the battle pass, like oh, they, they right, actually right. address that they oh, ha- they're right looking, because it's not level based. Right, it's not level based, and they're they're evaluating that progression, which I think is once again it's good feedback because I think what's going to happen with this is that if Halo comes out on December eighth with the single player and then the multiplayer, I think it, the multiplayer is going to be evolving with the game, and they'll right. be like, you know, well maybe the like the like the objective type things, it doesn't work. Let's just do the like, you know, points. You know, the people who are really going to hate that because they talked about not doing um, XP based, but by doing uh, like objective, objective based. And what's funny about that is somebody made a post 
And the reactions I saw from it, it was like, that's going to be the problem. Somebody was like, like in some certain things, sorry, man, trying to get kills with my yeah, because I pistol just, yeah, because, because I'm trying to level up. And it's like, right. this is the kind of bullshit we don't need because it's right. like, I don't want you ruining my kill death ratio just because you want to. Yeah, which I couldn't care less. I'm just, I kind of go in and just have a fun time. But it's nice to hear that they're listening and I do think, like, I mean, it's called Halo Infinite, and I think their whole goal is, like, let's just make this, like, a platform and be able to carry it on. Right. So, we'll see what they do. Which is, I think, their, also, their ultimate goal with X, anyways. Mm-hmm. Just the system. That's the, just the concept they're moving towards. Um, if Justin comes into town this weekend, mm-hmm. and he wants to... Yeah. Do a little recording. Approach him about that. Well. Sir, as always, it was good seeing you. Good to see you. Um... Until next week, enjoy your games.